This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Like, are these, like, four-year-olds who have access to firearms Dude, to take in, their dad's shooting? You live in Georgia. Have you not been to a shooting range? People start shoot, teaching their kids how to shoot at, like, five. That macaroni <laughs> art I made when I was a kid was fucking important, okay? You, know you were four. You guys picked that macaroni <laughs> off and ate it later. <laughs> I didn't eat macaroni off of a, Any macaroni that had Elmer's glue on it, I never put it in my mouth. I can assure you. You sure you didn't case the house to get the gun safe code no, from some dude, other I don't dude? do robberies. That's stupid. That's just lazy. You do almost as much work robbing somebody as you could just go doing real work. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. K.B. Paperstacks. A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar. A.K.A. Danger Zone. A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller. And A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So growing up in a religious household, you start to realize certain things. You realize that every single time you eat a meal, you're going to have to say grace or blessing or whatever you call it. Whether you're at home with just your family, whether you're at a holiday gathering with the extended family, whether you're out in a general public setting, like let's say at a school cafeteria in front of all your classmates, you are going to bow your head and you're going to say a prayer over the top of that food because that's just the way it is. You come to accept the fact that every single action in your life, whether it be good or bad, is directly related to something that either God or the devil did respectively, and that's just the way things work in a religious household. You also accept the fact that the only music you're going to get to listen to in your house is going to be either country music because it ain't that threatening and it ain't really that bad as long as they ain't talking about making love, or you get to listen to religious music and talk about, you know, the crucifixion or how awesome prayer is or how much crap Jesus had to go to go through because he was Jesus and all the cheery things that little kids want to listen to. And for most of our lives, me and my little brother were perfectly fine living in this world with just country music and religious music. But as we got a little bit older, my dad started saying to my mom, hey, I'm going to take the boys out for a ride in the truck. Now, sure enough, we would get in the truck, my dad would strap us both in, but he wouldn't just take us out for a ride on the open roads and start giving us fatherly advice or anything like that. No, my dad would immediately go to a gas station. He would buy himself some rolling papers and he would buy himself a pack of cigarettes. Then he would drive down and find an empty parking lot and he'd roll a joint. And then for the next 30 minutes or so, we'd drive around listening to stuff like Molly Hatchet, listening to stuff like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Leonard Skinner. And me and my little brother were like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. What is this? And we're asking our dad, like, what the fuck is going on? Why are we not listening to this in the house? Now, obviously, we didn't say fuck, but we were blown away. It might have had something to do with the fact that my dad had the windows rolled up and he was hotboxing his truck with his kids inside. But we were like on another level. Like This was the music that we were meant to listen to. Why weren't we taking advantage of this all the time? And my dad looked at us and said, you know how your mom is. We don't need to listen to this stuff at home. Every now and then we'd be at home and be like, Mom, why don't we listen to some Led Zeppelin or something like that? And she'd be like, that rock music ain't nothing but the devil. That rock music you guys listen to, that ain't got nothing in it but the devil. Jesus ain't in none of that music. You don't need to be listening to that. And my mom and dad always stuck to this. We were not going to listen to any sort of rock music. And that's just the way it was. And then in 1988, when I was 11 years old, my mom and dad did something that shocked the entire system. 
they got cable television. Now for us, cable television suddenly presented options. Suddenly we could do things besides just watch the three networks or PBS or those weird double-digit channels where you had to move the fucking rabbit ears to get them to come in. Now suddenly there were tons of things we could watch. For mom, it was all about the religious programming. She could find dudes praying or dudes you know, preaching or screaming or whatever they were doing at all hours of the night. And my dad, the only reason we originally got cable was for my dad because, and I quote, there's extra wrestling on cable that I need to be able to see that ain't on regular TV. So my mom allowed my dad to get cable and then bought a VCR so not only could he watch the wrestling, but he could actually record the wrestling as he was watching it and then have friends over the next day and rewatch it and critique it as they went through and talked about the wrestling that they had just watched the night before. But for me and my little brother, this whole cable situation opened up an option that we had never been able to use before. We had MTV. Now this is back in the day when MTV still showed videos. And as soon as we got MTV, we started doing everything we could to have as much time alone with the television as we could. Mom and dad would would totally take over the entire living room. This is back in the day when there wasn't a cable box in every room. The only remote was your mom looking at you and saying, get up and change the channel real quick, boy. There was no way you were going to have cable in your room, so you had to find ways to get your parents out of the house to be able to watch cable television. So for me and my little brother, every time mom and dad would say, we got to go see your aunt, or we got to go see your grandma, or we got to go buy something from the store, I'd throw my hands up and go, don't worry about it, I'll watch him. And I'll say, I'll watch my little brother. I'll even clean the kitchen. And as soon as they would leave, the TV would go over to MTV. We would take in every single video we saw. Suddenly we were seeing music that wasn't just the classic rock that dad had played for us. It wasn't just the religious music that mom had played for us. It wasn't just the country music that we had grown up listening to. Suddenly we were finding something out about ourselves. We suddenly had an ID. Suddenly our identification was not just tied to these one types of music that we had had. We suddenly could look and see something about ourselves that we had never seen. We wanted to listen to rock music. My mom and my dad used to continually get on to us, tell us not to listen to the rock music. There's no God in that. There's no Jesus in that. And me and my little brother would still take the radio and hide under the covers and just listen to rock music till all hours of the night. When we got MTV, one of the very first videos I ever saw was Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. And as soon as I saw that video, the very first time I saw it, I looked over at my little brother as soon as it was done playing and I said, I'm going to do that one day. He said, you're going to do what one day? I said, one day I'm going to be in a band. One day I'm going to play in front of tons of people. One day I'm going to live that lifestyle. I'm going to be a rock star one day. Now it took me years and years and years to finally get to that point. But I did end up joining a band. I did end up playing in front of tons of people. And I did end up living this rock star thing for a little while. And it all related back to the fact that me and my little brother had the guts to stand up to my mom and dad and say, Listen, just because you guys have chosen the way your life is going to be doesn't mean that we've chosen the way ours is going to be yet. And maybe we just fucking like rock music. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Now That I'm Older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. Help us out, and we're going to give you some great stuff. Big thanks to Michelle for being our awesome Patreon subscriber. You absolutely rock. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter Family. Now, Potter Family is a family of 
podcasters who come together to cross promote each other, spread the word about badass podcast and basically create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and family, you're going to find our show as well as the rewind cinema podcast, the concession stand podcast and the chip paper podcast. And this week on episode 127, Kenny hates weddings. We're going to talk about people who ruin everything. Like one guy who absolutely ruined a little kid's father's day. And we're also going to talk about some people who absolutely ruined their friend's wedding. So check it out. We'll be right back. Okay, all you freshman fucks, listen up. It's your lucky day. Usually you'd be spending your freshman summer to get your asses busted and running for your worthless little lives. But this year, because we feel so sorry for you, we're going to take it easy on you and save us all a lot of time. So if you meet here, right here, after school today, you only get one lick from each of us. But you run like cowards. Well, it's open season all summer long, boys. But the bleat in my shit. I have a question for you. What? We just passed Father's Day. When you think of Father's Day, what is it you think of? Hooters. You think of Hooters when you think of Father's Day. That's Do you always take your dad out to Father's that's Day? That's where we go. We go. My dad, my grandpa, me, and my brother. We all go to Hooters. You all go to Hooters. That's so. This year, my d- my brother wasn't allowed to go. Your brother wasn't allowed. Why wasn't your brother allowed to go to Hooters? He didn't get permission from his wife in time. Wait a minute. Does he have to? Well, they did something for him. They took him shooting. So his okay. kids took him shooting, so he couldn't go. His kids took him shooting like a gun. Yeah, the shooting range. How old are his kids? I don't know. His wife paid for it. It was just for Father's Day. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, like, like, are these, like, four-year-olds who have access to firearms Dude, to take in, their dad's shooting? You live shooting? in Georgia. Have you not been to a shooting range? People start shoot, teaching their kids how to shoot at, like, five. What I'm saying is, how did the kids make a fucking appointment and shit like that to go shooting? You don't need if they're four and five year old children. I'm sure his wife drove. I'm sure they load him up and carry him on poles. What the hell? What is wrong with you, Shane? Rain is out on, ass Has out Nikki on the never done anything for you for Father's Day and credited Christopher for it? Is this a concept no, no, no. that no. You're, is beyond you? That the, the mom is actually doing all the work and the kids just gonna happy Father's Day and that's their part. No is that asshole. concept beyond you? Is that because uh, uh, I don't have kids? You think I'd be the one confused on this? No asshole. I was confused at the fact that first off, you said he didn't get permission. Like, no, he totally didn't get permission. He totally has to get permission. I think it's hilarious. He has to get permission to do stuff like that from his wife. So if he wanted to go to like a strip I mean, club, you know, he doesn't. Necess- oh, he couldn't go. <laughs> There's not even. A <laughs> yeah, that already blew up in his face once. They already they established that early in the relationship that that wouldn't work. There's a word for this. It's called cuckold, where it's like, you know. Hey, man, some wives are tougher than others. The thing with me and Nikki is, like, we just have a pretty healthy relationship where I'm like, hey, uh, me and Kenny are going to go to a strip club. And Nikki's like, well, damn it, I'm at work. I want to go. Like, that would be the response I would get. It would never be like. And Nikki's not, 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 not worried about letting you do things. She just smothers us. <laughs> she she's like that friend that never gives you a minute <laughs> i'm just baffled at the fact that like he had to get permission that's still like wow like i just there's girls that say the same thing no, like, I, I don't, and when they say it i think the same way of really you're a grown-ass adult <laughs> i know i know there are people out there that do it but it's so fucking foreign to me to be like well, let me get permission from Nick. No, I don't have to get permission for shit. I tell her, hey, this is what I'm doing. And if she goes, no, let's not do that, then we talk about it. But if she's never like, you can't do that. I'm, I'm forbidding you. 
I'd be like, fuck you, you're forbidding me. No, we're not doing she that might shit. Not just because she knows it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's not really the way you get something out of you. Well, it's because remember, we're both adults. Like we just talked about, like you're a fucking adult. You don't have to get permission from someone else to do anything. I feel like we're on the Scottish Highlands. <laughs> Turn the Scottish Highlands off. I want to talk to you about something real quick when okay. it comes to Father's Day. So anyway, we went to Hooters. Um, <laughs> so. The story I found, I was looking around, it, it says uh, a father, this is the way the story starts. It says a father is facing charges after he allegedly picked up a child at a daycare center in Shelton, Connecticut, yeah. yelled at him and pinned him to the ground. He took a child, a five-year-old child, and pinned this child to the ground. Does this have anything to do with Father's Day other than the timing? No. It has everything to do with Father's Day. It was actually a Father's Day event at a, at a, okay. a daycare center. Was it his kid? No, (laughs) this is getting better and better. Okay. So Um, when the officers arrived, when officers actually arrived to the, um, to the daycare (laughs) center, because (coughs) hold on, I need more background information. I'm trying to give it to you. Give me one second. No, I want to be before the officers. I don't want to hear it from the officer's point of view. Let's get more about, all right, this is a father's day event. What was going on? Was it a daycare? It was a daycare in Shelton, Connecticut, where all the children get together. And you know how they used to have you like draw a picture of your so hand. So it's basically and a shit? preschool thing where they're showing all the dads, their arts and crafts and all that shit. No, they're getting them. They're giving them cards that they actually made the arts and crafts that they sat around and made together. They're not just showing it to them. They're like, this was a special event where everybody they're made giving things. It to, you're not really giving your dad something of value. You're giving him, you're showing him you could make a card. That's, hey, that macaroni art I made when I was a kid was fucking important, okay? You know you were four. You guys picked that macaroni off and ate it later. <laughs> I didn't eat macaroni off of a fucking... Any macaroni that had Elmer's glue on it, I never put it in my mouth. I your, can assure you. Your biological family, I am. <laughs> we don't want to talk about them. Do they listen? No, not that I know okay. of. Thank God. So, <laughs> so I don't have bets running against them and whatnot. <laughs> so all the kids are sitting around giving out their macaroni art to their dads, and it says Happy Father's Day and shit like that. Well, one kid runs up and grabs this guy who pinned and yelled at the child. He grabbed the kid, the five-year-old, runs up and grabs his Father's Day thing and starts running around the room playing keep away with it. Okay, so this is this is macaroni art. So the guy seriously isn't that worked up about macaroni art, is he? No, he's up worked up about the fact that his kid gave him this, and then the other kid runs up and basically bullies him by taking his Father's Day card <laughs> and running around the room with it. So this kid was bullying him. Now. Okay, <laughs> keep going. So the child runs around the room. And eventually, the- Dad snatches him up and no, no, choke slam. Not him. Dad. Someone else's dad. This is a third party, not even the victim. <laughs> no, this is the victim who grabbed up. The- That's what I'm saying. The victim got tired of being bullied by a five-year-old and <laughs> choke slammed him. So <laughs> Lance Churchill, 33 years old, six foot three, 270-pound adult. He's a white dude, isn't he? <laughs> He's chasing this kid around yeah, the black room. Black people know better because they know they go to jail. <laughs> white people lose their minds sometimes and think they have white think that white power is gonna keep them from fucking going to jail for stupid shit. But keep going. Like Jerry and JT, they used to think they had white privilege. <laughs> I was like, well, we're not gonna fight you, JT. We're gonna call the police and have you arrested. So, You're so skinny that I can't win that fight because if I beat you up, I look like an asshole. 
So my thought is I'm sitting there and I've gone to these things before where kids are giving out. By the like way, cards. JT was our old neighbor who was an asshole and yelled at Christopher one day. <laughs> yeah. And I almost killed him. And, and Kenny had to stop. Like, no, let's call the cops on him instead. <laughs> that, everybody's like, oh yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do that. Kenny was like, D- please don't go over there and kill that dude. He was like, you're going to go to jail and it'll be stupid. Let's just call the cops on him. So I've been to these things though, where like children are giving out like the cards and everything like that. And one of the kids runs up. This is legit. Like one of those stupid little pranks that a kid would play where he snatches the card out of the dad's and it starts running around the room going, nah, 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 I got your card. Yeah, but you're not supposed to drop down to his level and choke slam him. So this guy gets up and runs across the room, grabs this kid up. And at one point they say he grabbed the kid under his arms lifted the kid over his head yes, and was screaming slam. him, screaming at him. And then he takes the kid, puts him down. He doesn't choke slam him. I did read <laughs> to make sure, but he puts him on the ground and then has his arm. Pin- now, my first thought is where the fuck is that kid's dad? Because if this happens to my kid, dude, you just got wore out at the daycare, dude. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, his dad doesn't care that much though. Cause he's letting his kid run around terrorize people. He's probably fucking the one of the, daycare workers in the back or something <laughs> yeah so basically um because we all know it's the black kid as as, <laughs> no it's in florida so more than or excuse me it's Could in connecticut Cuban. it's in shelton oh. connecticut so chances it's are a spoiled white kid then. it's a bunch of spoiled ass white kids running around he probably wouldn't have caught a black kid as soon as the cops get there they walk in and they're like what the fuck's going on this dude's like you need to arrest this kid like he's got the kid pinned down on the ground a five-year-old child. You need to arrest this kid. That was his opening. Okay. You need to arrest this fucking kid right now. He stole my Father's Day card and was running around the room. And the cops, from the tone of the article, they look and go, Sir, you need to put your arms behind your back. I'm surprised they didn't just start beating him with a fucking nightstick. Peace, when police brutality is called for. Sir, we're going to need to put your hands behind your back. You can take these licks the hard way or the easy way. We'll hit you in relatively soft spots if you let us hit you. Sir, <laughs> sir please interlock your fingers. Don't, like, don't we'll make get this you harder. In the, in the back of the legs. That'll hurt, but it won't break anything. If you put your hands out, you're probably going to get a broken finger. Think about all the I other. just channeled when all the times my dad said, don't put your hands back there. It's going to hurt worse. <laughs> I got hit with a buckle a couple times across my fingers. It was like, ah! Your dad was probably waiting for you to put your hand back there and switch to the buckle. You're fucking sadistic. Fucking sociopath. Uh, we're not talking about my dad being a sociopath. We're he talking- would have fucking pulled a knife on the kid. <laughs> I think he had a knife, hey! knife up to his throat. <laughs> I'll yeah. fucking kill you. You ain't never going to steal a Father's Day card again. I'm just imagining all the other kids there who are like, Mommy, what's wrong with Tommy's dad? And what's wrong with John? Why is, why is he getting choked out? So this dude gets arrested. He goes to jail for for a possible injury to a minor. And I'm again, I just I, I go back to the fact that if this would have happened in like Compton. If this would have happened in Atlanta, they'd still be fighting. If this would have happened, <laughs> if this would have happened in Douglasville, there'd have been two oh. rednecks whooping each other's ass. Yeah, fucking gang warfare would have broken out. Different groups of fucking poor people would have been battling each other. <laughs> First of all, rich people don't go to daycares. <laughs> no, rich people go to daycares, but like they, there would never be a child running well, around. Rich people running get all pairs. They don't. They bring the care to them. They don't. Like my boss. The, the new doctor, she has two kids, and they don't go to daycare. She has a nanny that comes and works for her at her house. Like she so, homeschools the children or something? Or? They're not old enough for school. They're like three and four. 
So how do they learn their shapes and numbers and stuff like that? When they start preschool, which one of them was just starting preschool. You don't go to preschool when you're like a toddler, dude. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what do you think happens to a toddler? What do you think's going on over there? They're learning stuff. They're, they're learning how not to throw up on themselves. That's about it. I'm talking about it like three, dude. They need to be fucking working on taxes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Shane's clueless on this age. Shane didn't become a father until Christopher was about four and five. <laughs> So he Shane, was three when I'm hitting. Shane thinks they come pre-trained and shit. No, dude, <laughs> all, obviously, all children come out knowing how to pee. Um, it took Christopher until he was like eight. <laughs> Get peeing down right. <laughs> he still was difficult about that shit. His girlfriend listens to the show, dude. Stop. I'm sure he's told her about peeing on himself standing up. <laughs> Christopher sleepwalks. In case you're wondering, Riley. <laughs> He used I don't to know sleep if he still walking. does, but <laughs> he used to really bad. Oh, he used to be so terrible. We've okay. talked about this though before. On the go show. to the bathroom. Get up, go to the bathroom. Okay. You think he's fine? <laughs> he's like walking. He's answering your questions. Next thing you know, you peek in. You're like he's been in there for a minute, dude. You peek in there and he's straight, just straight standing there pissing himself <laughs> <laughs> on the t- floor. Didn't, didn't even take his underwear down. <laughs> he gotta get him to change his goddamn clothes. <laughs> God damn it, I should have just gone to the show with Shane. Get him in the shower and shit. God damn it, I should have just gone to the show and be like, no, Nicky, I don't feel like babysitting. I'm going to the show this this time. No. I got to be a homebody and hate fucking people, so I stay here with Christopher. Dude, it was like fighting a zombie. Trying to get him to go to the bathroom, dude. Like He's dead. Now, he's not as bad as my sister. I'll tell you a real bad story about sleeping heavy. I went to my parents' house, and my mom told me. I called her. She had, My gun was in their safe. We were moving or something, so I had stashed my 9mm in their gun safe. So <coughs> I called my mom. I'm like, hey, can I swing by the house and grab my gun? Because my sister always, she never goes to school, so I knew somebody was in the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's completely lost cause so, is so, this the one that's afraid of school that has like the that's uh, what she tells them yes yeah she's got school phobia um it's like what the fuck if i said that you would i'm me. very worried somebody <laughs> might come to my job and start shooting everybody i'm just not going i would have got punched in the face if i could have <laughs> could you imagine if you told your you guys, boss at work you that? guys wouldn't even be a surprise if i came to school and i looked like somebody had smacked me like, what happened i told my dad was phobic of school <laughs> he's like the shit out of you yeah i can see <laughs> yeah i can see his fingers i can see all, my, all his fingers he said stop being stupid didn't he yeah he did so <laughs> so i called my mom she's like yeah go ahead go out house cast he's there i'm like cool so i go knock on the front door nobody answers but as i knock it opens a little bit so i'm like oh okay doors open so i go in their gun safe is downstairs so i go downstairs into the finished basement area and open it up like it's kind of a hidden away closet because you want it to be a place somebody doesn't obviously see right so i'm in there and i'm opening another combination and it's a big gun safe it's like a complicated like a real safe. You have to put it like seven numbers and shit. Right. Turn the dial. It's all like thirties. <laughs> so there, and right about the time I open the safe and start to get my gun out, I hear their alarm go off. Like the loud, the, the audible alarm. And it's like fucking the CDC is being invaded. It's like some serious shit. Alarm. They have a good alarm. And I'm like, Oh shit. So hold on. Let's, let, let's paint the picture of a security guard pulling up and there you let's stand. Let's not get there yet. Cause it gets worse. Okay? <laughs> so I grab my stuff and I head up and I'm like, Cassie, Cassie, I'm yelling for her Cause she's there. She never goes anywhere. She's only like 12. <laughs> she's like, she could leave and she's lazy. So I know she didn't leave anyway. So she's there. I'm calling for her. She never, 
comes out and I'm like, okay, well, the alarm's going off and I have a gun and I don't live here. So <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so I take my gun and I'll leave. And I call my mom because the alarm's just going off. And I'm like, your alarm's just going off. I don't know what you want to do about that, but I'm not staying here. I'm gone. <laughs> so did you close like, the door? She? Yeah, I closed the door. She's like, well, where's your sister? I'm like, I don't fucking know where my sister <laughs> She never came up. So the cops end up getting there. Cobb County Police. And apparently they go in and they find Cassie, who's apparently asleep in my parents' bed. While this alarm is going off that she has already slept through, now there's two police officers there trying to wake her up and they still can't wake her up. What? They finally wake her up and they're like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm just sleepy. Why are you here? And they're like, do you not hear the alarm? This sounds like there's a U-boat going down. <laughs> she's like, do you need me to turn it off so I can like, sleep? And they're like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she's acting like she's oblivious to the whole thing. Like she's that deep of a sleeper. Like it took her, like she still wasn't really awake. She was just like, like Christopher answering what we want to say. So we'll leave him the fuck alone. Right. Not really conscious that he's going to pee. <laughs> and I'm like, that's some serious shit. What are y'all giving her? <laughs> Cause I couldn't sleep through any of that. She slept through all of that at the same time. And my mom's all pissed off at me. Like, why'd you leave? And I was like, because I don't Cobb live here and I have a gun. Cobb County already has like have me on a good list, okay? And I had a gun, and I don't live here, and I just set off your alarm. No. <laughs> so are you sure you didn't break a window to get in the house? No, the front door was open. <laughs> are you sure this was your parents' house? I'm positive because I knew the gun safe. You sure you didn't case the house to get the gun safe code from some other I don't do robberies. That's stupid. That's just lazy. You do almost as much work robbing somebody as you could just go doing real work. Now, I do have something that I want to present to you. Next time you go over to your mom's house to drop off the gun, like if you have to drop it off for some reason. I drop it off now. I only had to move once. I don't move like every year or anything. No, what I'm saying is next time you go over to your mom's house, just fuck with her and hand her your gun, but hand it to her like wrapped in a a handkerchief and be like, hold this for me for a few days. Just hold this for me. (laughs) And be like, don't touch it. Though. <laughs> Why would I not wipe everything off of it? I can just—I have acetone. I would just clean it off. I mean, I have liquid hydrogen. I'm telling you, dude, just fuck with your mom. Do you know how amazing liquid hydrogen is? What all have you gotten rid of with liquid hydrogen? You can burn anything with liquid hydrogen. It's fucking the sun, basically. <laughs> it's the be- way better than gas. Think of all the cool shit we did as kids with gasoline times ten. Like a little drop of it's like. <laughs> So that's what you would do if you had. I to, mean, we have it for to make a a pure flame for welding. It work for real high precision welds on dental appliances. But if you pour some of it into a puddle out the back, <laughs> it'll take a lighter to it. You can do some pretty cool shit. You guys remember Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> he was so full. It's of more life. like you guys remember the dumpster we used to have in the back. <laughs> no. I'm going to be talking on the show and they be like, you guys remember Kenny? He was so full of life. Yeah, dude. I've been messing with liquid hydrogen for quite a long time. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, that's what everybody I, says. I, right may, I may have launched a Coke bottle into orbit. This is what everybody says right before they die from some horrible Liquid accident. hydrogen is what they put in the red part in the middle of the space shuttle with you know the two rockets on the side. The big red part was all liquid hydrogen. I remember the Challenger, dude, okay? I remember that it shit It wasn't exploded. the liquid hydrogen that blew up. It was the solid hydrogen. It was some fasteners or some shit that fucking... It fell off and it set... The, the, side lay, the side ones on the side, the two side rockets, they're solid fuel. I just... Uh, which is the most powerful. And then liquid's second most powerful, and it's in the middle big tank. It actually powered the overdrive of the shuttle itself. 
the two white ones on the side totally self-sufficient. And that's one of those that blew up and fucked everything else up. You're a nerd. When it comes to space, I am. And dinosaurs. <laughs> So I have no idea how we went from some dude ruining a little kid's Father's Day to Kenny telling us exactly what happened with the Challenger in a very scientific fashion, but that's just what happened. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about a couple who absolutely ruined their friend's wedding and do not apologize whatsoever for it. And then later on, we're going to have another installment of This Week with DeBoss. So check it out. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is JD from the Incession Film Podcast. Every week on our show, you can join my co-host Brendan and I as we review the latest films that's out in theaters. It also inspires us to discuss a top three list of some sort, and we have a lot of other fun movie discussions as well. It's always a blast. And we also have a show on Fridays called our Extra Film Podcast. This is a show that gives us the space to talk about the latest indies and art films and other classics that we normally just don't get to talk about on our main show. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and more. In fact, you can just see everything about us, including our social medias at IncessionFilm.com. So join us every week. We'd absolutely love to have you. anyone else here trying to earn money for college? Your mom goes to college. Now That I'm Older has kicked off our very own Patreon over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older. And I was able to get a couple of thoughts from Kenny about our brand new Patreon. The fuck is a Patreon? As you can tell, he's very excited and so am I. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. It's going to allow you to pick from different goals that we've set up, things that we want to do to accomplish a better podcast for you guys, to bring you guys a better podcast every single week and to get you guys a better now that I'm older. We've got some things that we're going to need to do and we're going to need your help with them. But if you give us help, we're going to give you something right back. Things like shout outs from Kenny, stickers, t-shirts, exclusive content, all sorts of stuff. So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older and I'm, we're going to close out now with a few more words from Kenny about what he thinks about Patreon. I thought you were talking about a role-playing character. You thought Patreon was a role-playing character. It sounds like one of the bad guys they would throw at us. There's your commercial. Thanks. Just stay out of my way. You'll pay. Listen to what I say. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? Hello you lot, I'm Daryl and I'm Ben and we're Sudden Double D, the Triple Bill title podcast. Each fortnight we watch three films linked by a word in the title. For example, Sudden Impact, Double Impact and Deep Impact or Young Frankenstein, Young Guns and While We're Young or Four Flies on Grey Velvet, Blue Velvet and Velvet Goldmine. You get the idea. If you're into finding links between weird triple bills, taking pot shots at terrible movies, and listening to two film fanatics bicker, then we've the show for you. Search for Sudden Double Deep on iTunes, Stitcher, and all good podcatchers, and find us on Twitter at SDD Film Podcast. That's SDD Film Podcast. Uh, thank you very much. What What would you say you do here? Well, look, I already told you. I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? 
What the hell is wrong with you people? But I can if I want to. I'll have to just... Camera A, camera B. (laughs) Camera A, camera B. So (laughs) I was looking around the other day, and I found an article um, that pretty much as soon as I read it, I, I was immediately pissed off. I immediately hated these people, and I wanted to slap these people in their fucking face. How'd you really feel about it? Like I wanted to slap these people in their fucking face. Is that your how you felt deep down? So <clears throat> you didn't answer my question. It's exactly how I felt deep down. Thank you. So I was uh, looking around and I found this. Don't ignore uh, the brain. This article where somebody sent in a, a a question to this blog writer and said, "My husband best my husband's best friend proposed to his girlfriend." During our wedding ceremony. Oh, I read this. Yeah. My husband and I started dating, got pregnant, had a child, moved in together, bought a house, and got a dog in that order. Our friends and family had asked us for years why we weren't married yet, yet we always pushed it off so we could build a, build a better life together. We've done really well for ourselves and finally reached a point where we could afford a huge blowout wedding to celebrate our lives with everyone we know and love. My husband's best friend, John, was the best man. Yeah. And then the setting was beautiful. Everyone seemed happy. Our families were overjoyed. My mom... <clears throat> May have used the phrase hallelujah a few times. The entire thing was awesome. So moving, in, so moving, in fact, that John stopped in the middle of the fucking ceremony to propose to his girlfriend, Jane, and reveal her pregnancy. I couldn't even hear the vows my husband had wrote or the rest of the ceremony over the noise of Jane's happy sobs. Her very surprised family, who were also guests and people seated nearby, congratulating her. Even the videographer in the middle of their fucking wedding starts cutting over to this bitch who's crying and so happy that she just Shane's like emotionally invested as he just called her a bitch. He was like, This fucking bitch. I'm so emotionally invested. I'm laughing if I'm at this wedding. I'm dying a lot. I'm instigating shit. I'm like, Y'all hear about Jane? She's pregnant. Who are you again? Uh, I would have such a time because this is so fucking stupid. First of all, I'm Ken Ballman, J list celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, this I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna decimate this story. First of all, people spend stupid amounts of money on weddings, and I think it's ludicrous. Oh, I agree (laughs) completely. I think if you spend more, first of all, if you spend five grand, you're better than me. But uh, if you spend more than five grand, you're a fucking douche. (laughs) You're fucking emotionally needy, fucking. Lack of personality, have a motherfucker, because you need a fucking special day to blow money just so you feel like you're a real person. See, I think if you've got the fucking money to do it and you want to do it, go for it. Do whatever, do whatever makes you happy. That's fine. But if that's somebody- like saying, just go ahead and get diabetes. Just go ahead and abuse your body, abuse your finances. No, finances should not be treated however you want it. You should be a responsible goddamn adult. They can pay off part of your fucking mortgage with that money, you idiots. Dude, I spent five grand on my wedding. We don't have a problem talking not. about it with you, me. You did not. Well, I spent probably like twenty five hundred, honestly. <laughs> yeah, because you do stuff like make me your music director. <laughs> <laughs> Which meant that we used songs on the keyboard and pre-programmed into it. Everybody thought at the end of the wedding, I got so many compliments. No idea to play piano. I'm like, neither did I. It's fucking amazing. And Kenny the whole time, he, he just stood behind his keyboard, like looking like he was pressing buttons. He's like moving his hands during the wedding ceremony. At one point, I got Stephen 
to come up and stand behind my keyboard and pretend like he was playing the keyboard so I could go play the church piano and just play the bass chord of every note. Like, G, C. And people were like, thought we were about to clap for that one. And me and Steven are all like looking at each other like, this is so fucking stupid. These people believe this. But, but now what I'm talking about is if you spend like, if you spent eighty grand five on grand wedding. on just the fucking dress, no, those people deserve to be slapped in their face. Just I agree. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. But if fuck you, you have eight digits in your fucking that's bank what's account, wrong with this decide, country. No, no, there's, that's one of the things that's wrong with this. Country. Now, everybody thinks they're royalty here, and that's not how it is. We got away from royalty, and then now everybody else wants to try to pretend like they have. If you're a Kardashian and you want to have that kind of wedding, fine. If you're a Bloomberg. <laughs> or, or a Trump. Knock yourself out. But if you owe money on your fucking home, if you have credit <laughs> or if card you debt. don't own a home yet, then they're a fucking idiot if you blow more than five to ten grand on your fucking wedding. You're just a jackass. Okay, let's get away from the finances of the wedding and say, if you're standing there and you're Kenny standing there I don't there know, we had a married, friend that had us all crash that night at his wedding, so... Do you remember that? What? We had a friend that rather than spend his wedding night alone with his wife, had all his boys spend the night in the cottage. I was one of the boys. Oh, I remember that. So we could I all left. get high. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that because I left because we were going out of town the next morning. Me, your brother, John Sikowski, and a couple of other dudes all stayed in their cabin that night. I remember that. Yeah. And then he died but years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drug drug problem. Imagine that. His wife left him. Go yeah. But yeah, I can see it. For a dude named Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> and accidentally emailed me the, the Dear John letter. This is, what, this is what I sent Jamie. I sent it back. I was like, I don't think you meant to send me this. Hold on. Hold on. We, we need to pull the show over for a second because we can't just throw that in and be like, oh, by the way, a Dear John letter got sent to you. <laughs> a lot of weird shit happens to me. It's like fate meant for me to tell stories. So you're on Facebook one day or MySpace or wherever <laughs> this is it was. how stupid marriage is. So, <laughs> so I'm just minding my fucking business. <laughs> on a Tuesday. The only time I almost got married, we were going to go to the courthouse and not tell anybody just to fuck with people. So I guess I'm just a different breed, but whatever. Um, we were on Facebook and I get this message from, from a friend's wife who I don't really talk to very often. And even when I did talk to her, it was more like because we had – we were at the same place. <laughs> he was definitely not there to see me. I definitely, we were cordial and I had no problem with her. Incidental acquaintances. Yeah, she was an incidental acquaintance. That's a perfect way of saying it. So I get this letter and it's like several paragraphs long. I'm like, oh my, what the fuck? And when you open it, you're like, wait a minute, we've never talked like this. I've never had a conversation like this with JK. So, and I know she doesn't listen, so I don't worry about her now. That's fine. Uh, I don't even know where she lives at. I, know she- I saw her at the pizza party. For uh, for our friend, she came to the pizza party. She came. I'm surprised. Party. So anyway, you're you've got this huge long letter. He didn't have a funeral, by the way. <laughs> he had a pizza party. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. But I got this letter, so I read the letter, and basically, uh, we knew dude has been having some drug problems, and we knew it was probably a matter of time before she up and left him. But what we didn't know is, as part of her moving on, she had started dating a guy who was roughly 21, who worked with her at Chick Fil A. Now let's let's also say that she was a paralegal for a long time. She yeah. had like a good job. She never a, left her Chick Fil A high school job though. She always kept it like on the side. Yeah, 
Because, like, she had to have a backup Well, she had to have two jobs because she was married to a fucking heroin addict. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. Now, we all know now. He's dead. He can't be upset about telling the story. He, is, he doesn't get to be upset anymore. He's, he's turning into dirt. He's going to haunt your ass. <laughs> I think he already has. I think that's why I'm way better at talking shit than I used to be. Like, I made somebody cry the other day, and it was awesome. So you read the long letter. How much of a letter do you get into before you I read go the whole thing? It was fascinating. So, so I read this letter. And it's like she's breaking up with him. And it's like, it's first person. This is the letter she sent him. So I'm riveted. <laughs> and I get to the bottom and I see that there's a, this is, and there's a separate little, you can tell it's separate from the letter. And it's like a, like a PS. And it says, this is what I sent Jamie, yada, yada, yada. So just so you know, now it's official and we don't have to hide anything. So I'm like, <laughs> we're not hiding anything. And so immediately I'm like, all right, click on her page. And like one of her persons, this person that's commenting on all her shit is some dude named Kenny. It's like a young kid that works at Chick-fil-A. And I put two and two together right away. And I'm like, oh, and I just, I send her a reply that says, I don't think this was meant for me. And then I get a reply back right away. <laughs> Please don't say anything about this. I have to give it to Jamie before he hears about it. I think Kenny said that. So he like sent me a message about 30 seconds later. <laughs> oh, Shane. I'm not supposed to talk about this, but guess what? <laughs> Kenny, the one who was sworn to secrecy, immediately goes, dude, dude, dude. Dude, 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 dude. I am not the person you want to tell secrets to. <laughs> it's like, I have a secret I have to tell not you. Not only will it bother me that I can't tell people, but if somebody offers me as little as $5, you're sold out. <laughs> so Kenny, Kenny gets on the horn with me, and he's like, dude, dude, it, it's official, man. She's she's breaking up with him. And I'm like, well, duh. We all knew she was. <laughs> well, he's <laughs> doing heroin, so yeah. <laughs> pretty fu- sure he's going to live behind a Kmart pretty soon, and boom. <laughs> So the really crazy part is um, this guy with one of our friends that was like woven into all of our stories. Yeah, it was sucks because he used to be like the best at talking shit before he got strung out. He got all slow and dumb after the drugs. He did. Well, he broke up with her. Like they broke up. Maybe a, that's a what long happened. Time ago. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe he's just fucked up even now as a ghost and he's trying to haunt me, but he's just accidentally giving me his powers to talk shit. Uh, they they there's these black girls right, <laughs> and they're blood affiliated. Like they're hardcore black. Like they're literally like they're 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 men's is in the bloods. I was about to say so they're part of the bloods gang. They're not. You can't your... be. You can't be in the bloods gang if you're a girl. But they're hold on women of the blood. I was thinking for a second that they were blood related to you. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like they're. They blood do related? say I, they do they do say that I'm light skinned, not white though. They they refuse to believe I'm white because in their circle, usually white people cannot talk shit like this. But you remember how Jamie was. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Like they, they called, they tag me in these fights they get into on Facebook <laughs> when they want me to come make fun of some other ghetto ass girl. So I go on there the other day and I look at this girl. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, all right, I got some material. I'm ready to go. And they were like, Kim Bawa, look at this bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, where the hell is this California raisin ass? <laughs> look at this bitch. <laughs> she heard it on the whole line. <laughs> I was like, they're like, what have you been doing? I was like, not eating ketchup and mayonnaise sandwiches like this bitch since they shut down Backpage. <laughs> so I got going, and they're all hood fucking insults on top of it. So, and I'm like, where? I don't even know where these terms are. <laughs> I don't know how to use them. 
I can, I can imagine honestly Jamie saying most of this stuff too. Yeah, so. It's weird. It's not me. It's him. And then they now they call me the Cracker, but not in like the Cracker. It's from the uh, the kinda Clash like, of the Titans. Release like, the Kraken, except it's release the Cracker. <laughs> kind of like you're the machine, but you're the Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, it's a secret weapon because they don't see it coming. Like they'll pull me into a ghetto ass fight, and nobody expects to have a, a white guy secret. I'm like the Eminem of talking shit all of a sudden in Atlanta. It's weird. No, just on your Facebook and your world. No, dude, on. this is like it's big in the in the urban market. You don't know. You would never. You definitely wouldn't know. Cause your ass ain't allowed. <laughs> your East Coast living ass. Y'all just elected the fucking KKK up in there. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> well, you should have campaigned harder for your neighbors, dude. When I, I honestly got a call from the uh, from the John Ossoff campaign, and they're like, "Would you like to make some phone calls?" For I was like, "No, no, no." I was like, first off, if you guys keep calling me, I'm gonna get I, I, that I, shit's not gonna work." <laughs> first like, off, stop calling. Every fucking day, please. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so I remember what we were actually talking about. We were talking about the guy who decided oh, to fucking propose to his girlfriend in the middle of someone else's ceremony. I, so you're saying it would have made my top 10 list of weddings. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. If you were somebody in the ceremony, like if you and I were there <laughs> together, like if, if let's say if somebody from the now that I'm older world invited us to our, <laughs> to their wedding and this happened to them, like, Oh shit, that would be the next podcast. Okay, we I, did. I've, I've hit 40. I'm in the class of people that if I get married, it'll be somewhere far away from here. And maybe a couple friends can afford it. Like you'll probably be you, Nikki and my parents. <laughs> and, <laughs> whoever I marry. And we're going to be beach. having a great time <laughs> at some luxury hotel when all our poor friends will be here going, I heard Kenny's going to murder. So, if, so anyway, if somebody during, hold on, if somebody during that ceremony, no, like we wouldn't give a fuck. There'd be six of us. I just told you. I'm saying if and somebody you, else. My like, parents and you and Nikki are already married. If some strangers decided to get married, we'd be like, we are such a good couple. We inspired some strangers <laughs> to get fucking married. So let's go back 10 years and say you're 30. No, we're not, because I still wouldn't have gotten married. I'm not, you're never going to be able to twist this to make me give a shit <laughs> about this poor bride and her fucking not getting to be a princess for a day. It's not just not getting to be a princess. All the fucking attention being taken off of Did that. Did you get married because you loved the person or because you wanted attention on your wedding day? I definitely got married because of the attention. <laughs> <laughs> Let Nikki know that this it was a sham. It's all about the attention. It was all it was. I mean, I, I wore a t-shirt under my suit and people thought it was like a fat. It was like, no, it's just a green t-shirt. Uh, I remember that going like, you don't have a tie? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no, dude, I'm homeless. I live in your basement. <laughs> Happy I found a suit to wear over the goddamn t-shirt. Now be quiet. I have to learn how to play these fucking songs. You don't have to learn to play them. You have to learn where the settings are. That's all that matters. I have to move my hand a certain way. I have to learn the movements. I can just tell you. I can <laughs> tell the most you fun if, I ever had. If we were at the church and somebody would have stood up, like one of my cousins would have stood up and decided that they were going to get engaged <laughs> while we were in the middle of our ceremony. I would have played a happy song. <laughs> I might have left my feet and launched myself at whoever made the proposal. <laughs> I would have had my – well, back then, all you could do was take pictures. You couldn't do video with phones. You'd have had a disposable camera that was a Kodak. You'd have had to take to a store to get the phone. <laughs> no, there were phones. They just took really shitty pictures. They definitely didn't do video. It was like, it was like the pictures you could take with the LED at first. It looked kind of like the graphics from 
the original Game Boy. If something <laughs> if something like that would have happened during my wedding, it would have looked like that Super Trooper scene when uh, Farvel launches himself over the counter. If I had known, I would have paid somebody to do that shit. <laughs> he was like, and it's uh, for a cop. Like when he jumps over the counter at the dude, that's what it would have uh, been like. Dude, I would have whooped somebody's we ass. We don't if that offer happened. a liter of cola. <laughs> I want a liter of cola. Would you like a large? <laughs> We can get you a medium. We can get you a large. I want a goddamn liter of cola. So anyway, <laughs> if this would have happened at my wedding, I'd have lost my fucking shit. What have you ever ruined something for somebody else like that accidentally? Like ruined a surprise <sighs> for somebody? You, you, didn't, or? Me, you didn't prep me for this, so I don't. I'm thinking off the top of my head, and since I generally think of myself as perfect, saying that I ruined something. <laughs> I would have to think from somebody else's perspective. I made things better for people in ways that were obnoxious. Example? I'm thinking. I'm sure I've done something. Um, I don't know. You've never looked at somebody and said, congratulations on your pregnancy when the boyfriend didn't know or something like that? Oh, no. I always know when you're not supposed to say so. I say it in my head. (laughs) Like make fun of people's ugly babies and stuff. I don't do it to their face. I'm not stupid. (laughs) I'm not not, not clueless to the fact that that's not appropriate. I don't think I've ever ruined anything for anybody like that. Like I I know better than to say, oh, how pregnant are you in case you're fat? So I've never done that. Well, you definitely, there's a time when you say, are you pregnant? And there's a time when you don't. Like No, you, ever, ever, never, 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 never. You wait for them to bring up pregnant. Oh, you're pregnant. And then when you, bring, you know I don't care if that bitch, pregnant. I don't care if that bitch's stomach is sticking out to the equator. I don't care how far out her stomach is. You act surprised when she tells you she's pregnant. You, you understand? I'm me? saying if you already knew she's pregnant and like it's already then common it's not, knowledge. Then it's not a problem. That's not that different situation. I'm talking about meeting people you don't really know or you haven't seen in a while. Obviously, you don't have to do that weird dance with somebody who's in your social circle, jackass. I'm talking about like when you meet strangers, you never go, oh, how pregnant are you? Because then you can just be talking to a fat person and then you're then you're an asshole. So I want to go back. You would never be pissed off if somebody decided to get engaged during your ceremony? I'd probably just be trying to get the thing over so I could get home and get out of those shoes. <laughs> Dress shoes are fucking torture. I'm just, I'm just not that. I'm not a person who stands on ceremony at all i hate ceremony i find it to be a construct of man that is useless and serves no real purpose i think you're a construct of man who's useless and serves no, real <laughs> no i'm really here i'm i'm physical <laughs> but you're useless you serve I'm no not real useless. purpose you bug me all the time to do make me do shit for you <laughs> show up like every other week here do this goddamn recording and find pictures for the goddamn podcast Obviously not useless. Slightly useful. Get to the chopper! That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, Kenny, we're going to go ahead and stop the podcast that, right a, now. That's a logical fallacy. No, we're going to stop the podcast right now. It's time for it to be over. There is no podcast. None of this is real. Yes, there is. It's like 12 monkeys. Money for us, it was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. 
to those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive.